He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require from you, but to do justice, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this week, we've been talking about walking humbly with our God out of Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Uh, and Andrew has talked about relational prayer. Uh, he's talked about how walking humbly involves submission to the Word of God, to Scripture as well. And tomorrow, Andy Thomas will talk about how do you walk humbly in community uh, with your God as well. Uh, today, I've been tasked with talking about uh, humbly serving others, walking humbly with God and serving others. Uh, and I have uh, just one thought for you today. I'm going to expound on it a little bit, but here's my one thought. So pay attention to this line. I, I, I believe that walking humbly with God uh, compels me, actually, to serve other people. Let me say it again. I believe that in walking humbly with God, I'm compelled to serve others. Uh, what I mean by that is I, I cannot not serve others when I'm walking with Jesus. Now, why would that be? Well, it's simple, actually, because Jesus is busy serving people. And so when I'm walking with Jesus, I'm walking with the Master who is serving people. Uh, really, when you think about it, it's the reason God sent Jesus at all. It's why Jesus came. Uh, the Bible is full of verses. Jesus talked about it. Uh, and let me give you a couple of verses that you've heard before, but will remind us all of that. Uh, Jesus said, For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, he went on and said this, I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will, to serve my Father, not to serve my own interests even. Uh, and then, of course, in John chapter 13, one of the greatest passages on servanthood ever in anybody's vocabulary, Jesus says this, I have washed your feet as an example to follow. So he washed his disciples' feet. That's the example I've set for you, he said. So do as I have done to you right now in washing your feet. I tell you the truth, slaves are not greater uh, than their master. So, really, here's the point. If my master, uh, the one who has saved my life, uh, forgiven my sin, included me as his friend, uh, and called me to walk with him and join him in what he's doing, is busy serving others and I am with him in that, I, I can't just stand around and watch him serve others. I can't stand around and do nothing. Especially when this same master invites me to help uh, and provides me the tools, the gifts and skills that he gives and promises to give, uh, and then also promises to teach me how to get really good at serving other people as I journey with him and he trains me and teaches me in that whole lifestyle. Now, here's a common objection I've heard many times as we talk about serving others as we walk humbly with God. Uh, people say, well, yeah, but I don't know how to do that. And, you know, that kind of reminds me back in that time earlier in my life uh, when I was uh, starting a, a job and I decided to take a job uh, with a framing crew, with, a, with uh, some friends of mine who were building houses. I got to tell you that... Uh, I was as dumb as a sack of hammers when I first started, uh, but I wanted to learn. I, I didn't know anything about how to build a house, but I did want to learn. Uh, and my boss, who was a Christian man, he was a very patient man. Uh, he told me what tools I needed, and I went out and purchased them, and I bought a tool belt to put them all in. 
Uh, he showed me how to use those tools properly. Uh, he worked alongside me for months and even years. Um, and then as I learned, he gave me increasing responsibility. Uh, when I made mistakes, he fixed them, showed me them, corrected them, and then taught me how to do it properly. Uh, and he praised me when I did well, and he forgave me when I got it wrong. Um, he was, in that sense, the master, the master builder. I was his helper. I was his apprentice. And, you know, um, although I never got as good as him, uh, I didn't stay as dumb as a sack of hammers. I actually became useful to him. And together, we built many houses until I actually left that and went into something else. See, day by day, month by month, even year by year over those years, I learned from him. I slowly got better. And as I got better, I got more confident. And I enjoyed it even more until one of the most fun things I do now is to go out and begin to, to build something and construct something. Now, in the same way, Jesus, our master, is very patient with us, but he's also eager to train us in serving others in his kingdom way. The master is a servant, and he calls us to serve with him, and then he trains us in how to do that well. So here's the summary. Uh, to walk humbly with God. Remember, that's what we're talking about. To walk humbly with God is to actually serve with God. And when I'm not serving, this has been my experience, I, I discover that really I'm often farther away from God than uh, I originally thought I might be. Now, let me end by asking and answering a question. Uh, what then does walking humbly and serving actually look like? What does it practically look like? Um, here's three things that I've learned, all right? The first is this. Serving and walking humbly with God, not on my own, but with God, begins with a deep dependence upon Him. Uh, I have to accept and then also embrace the reality that I am the apprentice and He is uh, the teacher. And, and this reality, this truth uh, in my life has created within me a, a great security because I'm with Him, a, a great confidence and even a great joy as I serve with my Master as He serves and invites me to join Him. Uh, the second thing that I've learned is that serving and walking humbly with God removes any desire that, that I used to have for power or for privilege or for position. Um, because as I depend on him, I realize again and again, he's the master. Uh, he's the master who knows what to do and he knows when to do it. He knows who to serve and how to serve them well. And that really makes it simple. I, I just have to listen to him. That is the Lord Jesus. I, I need to follow his then initiative, his example, his activity, and his passion. Uh, while I learn in doing that to take on his attitude, his love, his patience, and his forgiveness, and then even his joy in serving others. The Son of Man came to serve and not to be served. And I learned that too and have a great joy in that. Now, Personally, learning this has freed me from any sense of entitlement that I may have struggled with earlier in my lifetime. Uh, what I've learned is that where He calls me is, is not important, uh, but joining Him in where He calls me is. Uh, I've learned that how much He provides for me is up to Him, and, and I've learned to accept and be thankful for whatever I receive, and I can honestly say that God has been generous with me over and over and over again and with my family. 
Uh, I've learned that seeking and using positional power, uh, the position of uh, whatever I find myself in, uh, in my case being a pastor, using that as positional power, usually results if I just use my positional power in conflict and division with those that I'm trying to serve. But when I serve humbly with Jesus, and under his direction. Um, it creates an environment where lives are changed and, and God actually gets all of the credit. Uh, and, and James, of course, talks about uh, God opposing the proud but giving grace to the humble. And so as we walk humbly with our God and serve him, uh, that's something important that I've learned. Uh, finally, I, I've learned that serving and walking humbly with God, it brings me great meaning and it brings me great peace in my life, actually every day. I am secure. Uh, why? Because I'm with God, and being with God brings great security. I am busy uh, because I am helping God, and God is always up to something, and He calls us to help. I am fulfilled because I'm obeying God, and there's great fulfillment in walking in God's ways and obeying Him. I, I am confident because uh, Jesus promises to fill me with the Spirit of God, and being filled with the Spirit uh, even is being filled with the mind of Christ, and so God gives me His thoughts as I serve. I, I am joyful because I am pleasing God. I am pleasing my Master, and when the Master is joyful, I become joyful. I, I am humble uh, because I am becoming like God, and so as I walk with my humble God, I learn also to be humble, taking that example from him. Uh, Paul wrote these words. He said, if someone else thinks that they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. And then he lists all of his human achievements, and he had many of them. Uh, but then he says this, if in a bragging contest, I would win, but whatever that used to be, whatever those gains were to me, I now consider them lost for the sake of Christ. I even called them garbage, he said. I have lost all those things and consider them worthless in comparison to knowing Christ, gaining Him, and being found uh, in Him. Now, I'll leave you with a quote from the great uh, pastor and theologian John Stott. John Stott said this, he said, the authority by which the Christian leader leads, by which any Christian leads, is not power but love, not force but example, not coercion but reason persuasion as we serve. Leaders may have power, but power is safe only in the hands of those who humble themselves to serve. And I remind you that no matter who you are, you're leading someone and you're leading something. If you're a parent, you're leading your children. In a, in a workplace, you may be leading other people. In your neighborhood as a Christian, you have a responsibility and a leadership on your street that God has placed you in. And so we all find ourselves leading uh, something, someone, somewhere. And we lead humbly because we walk humbly with our God. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you. Thank you that you have called us to walk with you and to serve with you. And we want to do that in the humility that you show to us and provide for us. Lord, may we learn from you. And Lord, may we have a great joy as we serve where you are serving, uh, as we love where you are loving, as we stand where you are standing, Lord, as we walk with you in all humility, knowing that you are the master. We are the servant. Thank you for your goodness and your love. Take us into this day, we pray, with that attitude. Amen. God bless you. We'll talk to you again soon.